Josh, it seems like you're down in the dumps a little bit. What's what's that about? You know, I'm exhausted. I had, I benched, I rage benched um, all day oh. yesterday. Oh, no. J- Josh, no, you didn't. I rage benched. I, I know you told me not to. You knew, you know me. You knew I would. You told me not to. You, Josh, we've bench. talked about this time and time I again. I know. No one could say that you did not. Do your duty. You tried to talk me down, and I thought you had, but I, uh, you know, it's dangerous for people watching you. I mean, you're perfectly fine I because you're for you know gym. every po boy. Oh, okay, okay, as that soon makes. As I walked in the gym, yeah, I that makes sense. I'm, I'm, I'm wilding. Now, listeners, for those of you that don't know, when you rage at the gym, it's maxing out all the weights and then lifting them all around. So you're like with the bench press and then you're deadlifting all the weights and then you're just, you know, going wild, hog wild. Yeah, I went, um, I went hog wild. So if you're not a trained um, working at professional like Josh and I are and Dwayne mm-hmm. The Rock Johnson mm-hmm. and Christopher Sean, Pedro Pascal, Diego yeah. Luna, yeah. Um, you run the risk... And thanks for asking, Hobbs and Shaw actually is based on Pete and I, and it's very cool if some of our Eagle Eye fans out there did spot that. Um, that's a little Easter egg for you. Yeah. So, Josh, why why the, why the raging? Why- well, Pete, as of the airing of last episode, it... Our back-to-backs? Hmm? It is the one-year anniversary. Oh. Of. (laughs) Hashtag. Robo Character Contest. In which little itty-bitty podunk nonsense little sassy give me lip little good-for-nothing big-for-their-britches podcast. I want to call them itty bitty though. Call the dough boys. They're big boys. Sad. Hey. Soft boys. Go ahead and tweet at us. Name as many characters from Rogue One as you can without looking at Wikipedia and you win a prize. And I did tweet at them. And I tweeted so many characters from Rogue One that even the whole tweet filled up. And nothing. And we've been tweeting with them, and I saw them in person, and I confronted them about it in person. They admitted that I won. Oh, one did. No, they both did. Oh, really? Well, more or less, and then one was like, oh, we'll, we'll handle this. Nicholas Weiger followed us on Twitter. I don't know if he still does. Let's uh, block him. And so, in advance of... The anniversary, I began to tweet there and I said, hey, look, our Poe heads out there, they're, they're wilding out. I'm not going to be able, it was not a threat, it was, this was genuine. This was genuinely out of concern for their well-being. It was a promise. I told them, our fans are very strong, they're very committed, they're very cool. 
and oh, they're they're so cool. They're actually they're bay and they slap. And they're down the earth and mm-hmm. they're tough, but heady and deep. But like they look like they be shallow because they're so good looking because they are so strong and big in all the right ways. And I told them, they're look, the it's best. coming up in a year. You haven't come correct. There hasn't been any hashtag justice for Poe Boys, and I can't. I've told our fans, please don't hassle these Doe Boys. Please don't hurt them. Please don't go after them for this. But they're out of my control. As big and strong as I am, I have my limits. And you know, if everyone in the Poe Army out there, that's that's thousands. That's millions of people. I can't. I mean, I only have so many traps. You know. The muscle, not the uh, trap. Um, and I told him, hey, it's coming up a year. You should probably make good on this. Give me like $500. And then little Mike Mitchell accused me of looking at Wikipedia again. Yeah, which he, said is you, he said you cheated. This is insane. Look, I'll, I'll call myself out right now. If I went on Wikipedia, do you think I would have named Darth Vader as a character for Rogue One? No. I would have looked up the name of Bib Fortuna's little cousin. I would have looked up the name of the guy who has, like, half a head. I would have looked up the name of the guy who has the weird helmet that looks kind of like Boba Fett and kind of like a Guavian Death Gang guy. These are characters I like. I could not remember their names, so I had to fall back on old names like Princess Leia and Bail Organa. They're not even characters originating in that movie, but I threw those names in because I couldn't think of the other ones because I didn't look at Wikipedia! So anyway, accused me of cheating, and then I was like, I'm wilding out. Uh-huh. And you know, Nick Wire's like, wait, wait, what was the prize? What was the prize? And I said, I, whatever, and radio silence. And this was the day before the anniversary. And then on the anniversary, I said, it's been a year. And Mike Mitchell just likes the tweet, leaves it at that. Radio silence. And so I, I rage benched for uh, 18 hours. And I had to stop because Hydrate. Um, I don't like to put the the little rings on the end of the weights on the bar. I like to just slide them on. I don't, you know, put the put the lock on. I just slide the weight on and, you know, lift them, lift them on power lifting and there's nothing holding them in place so they rotate a little bit. I lift them so much and they rotate the friction and it heated up the bar and the bar started to melt and it droop and the weight fall off. And so I just was benching just the weights without even the bar. And, wow. But it just, I was so upset I rage lifted for so long. These guys are trying my patience. And I warned them, I do not know what the Poe Boy Army will do. And I... Well, I I, I know. They're going to come out with great humility. And they're going to provide their case to the Doughboys. Like, hey, if you're going to provide a contest, right? Like, we did the contest. We had mm-hmm. the we had that raffle where you won. Yeah. yeah, but to be fair, at the time I had a Twitter account, and I was the Twitter account that was randomly selected to win. Yeah, and you ended up getting your prize, right? I did, and I don't remember what it was. And when we say, oh, it was a "Hey," shout out, right? as a shout out, and we made good on our promises because hey, we understand that we're influencers. All right, hashtag promise boys. <clears throat> so I'm sure that they're going to come to their senses um, a year from now. I just, I and hope the Po' Boy Army lets them. I thoroughly enjoy 
just every couple months I see on the Twitter account you just raging and I know <laughs> wherever you are in the United States you're just screaming at a monitor at like work. Yeah. Mike Mitchell yeah <laughs> so well that's a nice little update um in our ongoing feud with the hashtag no boys hashtag doughboys podcast hashtag rogue one character non-test hashtag dough babies hashtag no babies um listeners if you don't follow our twitter account um at boys podcast um you can see the beautiful mind slash serial killer vibes that josh has been throwing the doughboys way um you did some little a little um graffiti work of the doughboys um moniker Yep. Yeah, their logo. Um, that's yep. terrifying. Um, well, and then we yeah. have <laughs> we haven't posted the um, vi- the audio clip you sent them. Yeah, they need to play it on their stupid show. Um, so that's that's premium content. I'm gonna slide into Nick Wagner's DMs. It's the only thing I can think of. I'm gonna slide into his DMs. And you know, jo- Josh, if you do do that, you know, you'll listen to our previous podcast where. We went through how you go through, you know, a fellow celebrity's DMs and going through that process, like when we did that with Christopher Sean. So, mm-hmm. um, full circle with the Poe Boys Podcast Media Network, LLC. Um, I mean, Nick Weiger does still follow us, so. Um, but anyway. I'm, I'm going to mute him. You better, no. He, he's, <laughs> he's muted. No, what are you doing? All right, he's unmuted. I need to know what this little little, little boy's up to. Uh, I, need, anyway, I need to know his comings and goings. Star Wars Resistance is, is what we're talking about Star Wars right Resistance, now. boy! Um, yeah, boy. Boy! Season 2. Oh, boy! Episode 7. Episode the 7. Relic Raiders. Quick recap. Relic Raiders. Star Wars Resistance. Season 2. We open on... Uh, uh, here, let, me re- let me read the premise. Let me let me do a... I'm going to do a recap of the whole flow of the season real quick. Oh, alright. Then I'll, I'll, do, than we I'll do the I'll do the premise then. Lippy. Second episode, really enjoyed. And then third episode, very cool monster. And then kind of... Treading water a bit, uncertain, a little wishy-washy, and then last week, stellar episode. Oh, I was great, right, of course. Great episode. Paul Tompkins, Pete is insane, but we were we were kind of is we we kind of had a lukewarm reception to a few episodes there, and then last week you and I both were big fans of that episode. Oh, it was big big from fans below, I think, or from beneath. Yeah, slow clap after that All episode. Time. Slow really slow episode. clap. Top 10 episode. episode. Top 10 episode. Mhm. And then this episode is promising a temple. More fun on that. Um and it, it seemed like it might be kind of a mythology or type one or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh so this is let's see. This is where we are as of watching this episode. So the premise of this episode, when Kaz and the team arrive on a mysterious planet to buy supplies, lo and behold, they find the outpost has been abandoned, and a secret Sith temple has been raised. Bum 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 bum
directed by Fred. Ruh, ruh, ruh. Um, all right, so, so um, this is following um, a form formula of Star Wars Resistance where they're like, hey, cast and crew, we can only pay four voice actors. Which one wants it? Literally pulled from Grant Fenris' name out of a hat. From a hat. Like, they're like, such an hey, decision. you like to shop, so shop till you like, drop. Assuming... And she's like, you're a sexist, Doza. And he's like, I do not care. Go shop, ladies. And then oh, Kaz, gosh, I didn't even think and then Kaz that. was like, oh, am I one of the girls? And then um, Doza's like, no, but you got a contract for every single episode, so you too, Christopher <laughs> Sean. Um, yeah, it was really weird. The episode opens on Doza explaining pink jobs and blue jobs, which felt very wrong and antiquated. But you have to remember, it is a long time ago. Yeah, it's a long time ago. Far, far away. Uh, yeah, when, so when Freya shows up at the beginning of the episode, I, of course, assume, oh, okay, we're finally going to get backstory on uh, one of the one of the other aces, and that's why she's she's in this episode. Yeah. it'll it'll something on the planet, something will tie in it. Nope, just pull the name out of the hat. No, sure, why not? They're like, hey, um, you seem to like shopping. <laughs> Women like shopping. Women be shopping. And, Another Dosa quote from the top of the episode that was in very poor taste. Yeah, I think that was cut. Um, that's a little production note for us. Um, behind the scenes. Oh people. yeah, we saw the director's cut, and then yeah, the studio cut, obviously. Yeah, at our behest, took that. Out. Um, yeah, so um, Kaz and the crew, or the ladies, um, and Kaz are heading mm -hmm. to the heading for a shopping spree, and, and then, then Kaz learning nothing from Buggles' little escapade, sneaking along. Yeah, and then um, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, um, some of my least these kids, these kids. Oof. Kel and Ela, you know, as, These kids. as soon as I find out one of them's force sensitive and is a Jedi, I'm gonna love them. But right now, they're so annoying. Oh, I don't. I look. I take notes every episode so I can remember what's alright. And as I bring it up on the show, I, I cross off my little notebook, a little bit behind the scenes, just to make sure I touch on everything I, I found was interesting. Uh, my fifth note here is I wrote, uh, "I hate these children." And then my sixth note is in all caps. I hate these children. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They they were the episode lost me when they started chasing the butterflies. Oh, like, oh. they it, they love the I butterflies. I mean, I will say very quick. I look. You're probably already sensing. Maybe I have my issues with this episode. The animation was fantastic. We've never seen vegetation really on this show. They have it on the water planet, and then we saw them on an ice planet. But the the trees and the lighting is spectacular it was spectacular I, the animation is so i mean good it's it's pretty good top they really yeah i like took it. this aesthetic and it everywhere they take it it it, it gels there's never anywhere that it this aesthetic doesn't seem to to mesh it's incredible it is incredible a plus work however uh, yeah, I don't know, but however kids, these kids are annoying know. Which, I mean, I guess the, kids are annoying, and um, if you were to put... I'm a swim coach, I can test. If you were to put your swim students mm -hmm. in a bus for three months, and then to not let them out ever, yeah. and then two of them were like, hey, we haven't seen the sky, 
uh, would you? And the answer from this episode is no. Under no circumstances <laughs> do you do that. No symbol. No symbol, which is awesome. No symbol on this little wristband this time. I don't even think we... The wristband was there. I saw the wristband, but didn't see the symbol on it. They were in a temple with plenty of symbols. Well, there's the, None of them there's the fish. Symbol. What's the fish symbol? Is that a Jedi oh, symbol? Uh, Pisces. It's Pisces. All right. I was looking for some real feedback, but moving on. Um, so the ladies and the twerps, um, <laughs> they're on the planet... Um, the ladies go shopping, the twerps, and I'll include Kaz, um, go um, butterfly, like, searching, frolicking, I don't know. Um, yeah, the, the, they, when they land, it appears to be a place that people live, but it's abandoned. It's abandoned. And it appears to be fairly recently abandoned. Mm-hmm. It's not like yeah. ancient decrepit it you know it looks like an outpost but yeah no one is there so they have to go there several ways to search so they go they see this temple they're like oh oh this is bigger than our old temple which is like the equivalent um like in star wars that's what they said it's it's like if you live in like a nowhere town in the united states and you have a walmart and then you go to a Walmart in a city, and they're like, "Oh, look at this Walmart! They have two floors I, in this Walmart." Sure. Before we moved, I lived in in Northern Virginia for a while. And I moved there when I was like twelve. But before then, we had been in the South at various military bases for a while. And yeah, well, I remember moving in Northern Virginia and being like, "This mall has two floors." <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> so, I can I can relate. <laughs> so, yeah, so the twerps were like, oh, look at this temple. And then Cass is like, um, let's go. And the twerps are like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do real quick want to plug in here. Another note I had was last last year, Pete and I would talk a lot about how Kaz puts on a lot of different hats. Uh-huh. Um, and it's one of the things I love about the character is he, you know, he knows what he's good at. But Kaz is... He attempts everything. He attempts... Yeah. He, he, he tries to do literally everything. If something needs to be done, he will step up and do it. Even if it will make him look a fool or if he doesn't... Even if he's not going to be incredible at it, he will put on a bunch of hats. He put on the spy hat. He puts on the fighter pilot hat. Aid worker hat. Uh, all kinds of different occupations he took up last year. And I thought it was cool. A little bit of a callback to that in this episode when he put on the pushover hat. Oh, I thought you were going to say babysitter. Like two little kids... Steamroll the heck out. I like I like to say he's the babysitter hat, and he's just a terrible yeah. one because they're yeah. like, it's the equivalent of like, hey, your parents said you can't have ice cream, and they're like, you're not my dad, and then they just eat the ice cream. <laughs> um, so the little twerps go. At some point, I think they're like trying to, like somebody's calling for help. Um, yeah, once they get in the temple. First, when they get in the temple, on the first level of the temple, it's open to the sky. It's very kind of naturalistic, very peaceful. Clearly more Jedi, light side oriented. You got your Pisces logo on the ground. And then, yeah, they hear a voice, which, quick thing, like, when they hear the voice initially, until it is revealed who the voice is and we see the voice and it's no longer at a distance, it sounded very different to me. 
Like the voice yeah, that was no, I, like I completely the agree. distance sounded almost kind of silly and character-y, like a Bobby Moynihan type character or something. Uh-huh. Um, I, I mean, it's just, I guess, the effect they put on it to make it sound far away. And then, spoilers, it is not, it, like, it's it's an old woman. What? Or an older woman or whatever. And she, to me, like, when he finally sees her, and they're in the same room, the voice sounded totally different. Yeah, so the, the little twerps go, they get lost, Kaz obviously steps into something, um, and falls into a trap, and then he finds... When we should say, though, as they get deeper, as they start chasing the voice... The whole aesthetic of the temple changes. Yeah. So, they go deeper into the temple. You get weird red hieroglyphics and the Sith of it all very much takes over. Yeah, so, they descend into it and it, the, the whole peaceful, serene Jedi aesthetic is gone. Totally different. Yeah. So, Animation still on point. And then um, they Kaz finds um, Laura Croft's grandma. It's the only way I can describe her. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah. she scares him to death and he's terrified of her she picks him up by the scruff with one hand yeah um so i mean you know that's kind of cool to have um an empowering female character um and in the same episode where you have you know girls be shopping um (laughs) yeah almost sort of uh as implied in more expanded universe materials like the poe dameron comic and stuff almost kind of a lore santeca type vibe the Maximum Seed Out character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of an aging adventurer. Interesting. Um, with the knowledge of the Force. Now, it, not inherently is she, involved in the Force. Is she human or no? I don't know. And is she something we've seen before? She has painted, I assume painted, uh, sigils and stuff on her face. And it was an aesthetic that looked very familiar to me as if it was something we'd seen before. I, of course, did... No research to find out for the podcast, but it looked... I would... If I were... Oh, you know what? It looks like... It looks like a comic book called Paper Girls. That's what it is. Uh, Never heard of it. Yeah, okay, so it's not from Star Wars. Anyone who reads Paper Girls out there probably probably knows one. Shout out Paper Girls. My favorite comic book artist, Cliff Chang. Shout out Cliff uh, Chang. Yeah, okay. Um, I, if I were to, ge- yeah, if well, I were to oh, guess... If I were to guess... Um, it would probably be something to do with Jetta. Like, she's... Yeah, maybe. She's probably some connection to that. But, um, we also... We, sh- we should point out, he falls into the trap reaching for a holocron. There's a holocron on a pedestal. Yeah. Very Raiders style. And she, she, she's gonna be... A, she's a cast member now, you know? Um... It seems so. Yeah, so we'll um, presumably learn next to nothing about her... Unless um, they do yeah. an episode about knitting, I don't know. Oh um, yeah, I like how, as clumsy as Kaz is, they weren't gonna clown him so much that he actively, cognizantly fell into a trap. So they make a point of electrocuting him so much as to make him inebriated. Yeah, poor him, poor poor guy. <laughs> because the woman is yelling from below, "Don't do anything! Don't do this!" It's a trap. He's like, oh, oh I'm going to execute. Oh, oh, oh. And he falls in. And there's a holocron. There's a holocron there. That's important. Holocron on a pedestal. He springs a trap. Falls down below. They're trapped. Kids are wandering around. Um, 
Meanwhile, on the surface, on the surface, yeah, new type of stormtrooper raiders. I think they're called first order raiders. New to the show, new kind of type of stormtrooper. They look really cool. Design. Yeah, and they show up and they capture Tam and Freya. Tora. What did I say? Tam. Oh, my bad. Yeah, Tora and Tora and Freya. Um. Yeah. So they capture them real quick, which I mean makes sense. Like Freya and. Tora have, like, zero military experience. Um, so they get rounded up real quick. Well, and I don't know that they're, I mean, I don't know that they're prepared for combat either. Yeah. And then um, the Twerps um, rescue um, Grandma Croft and um, Kaz. And then we get a, sh- we yeah. get a showdown. With the weird, the symbols, you gotta touch buttons. It, More to follow. I don't know. You know what? I'm just gonna get into this segment right now, Pete. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a seat and I'm gonna bring in this guy, Big Josh. And Big Josh is gonna do some talking. Alright now, Pete, there's a Big Josh here. I just wanna talk about my craw dad of the week. I get a lot of things stuck in my craw. And the biggest one stuck in my craw, Pete, it's the craw dad. And the craw dad of the week is Temples. Look, Temples in fiction are bananas. It's gone too far. It's preposterous. I am playing Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order, and I am watching this episode of Resistance, and temples are insane. Who builds these things? What are they thinking? How do they even do it? It's preposterous. They look like a G-Force room in the temple on stones. It's bananas. It's bananas. What are they thinking? What are they doing? What is this? What are they even doing? Temples are insane. I'm over it. It's stuck in my crawl. That's my crawl out of the week. Um, I'll bring back regular Josh now. Okay. Whew. Um, so that was Big Josh's crawl out of the yeah, week. Temples That, that, that was something. Um, um, Pete, do you regret buying Jedi Fallen Order instead of Pokemon? I, bo- I bought them both. Did you? Okay. <laughs> Are you playing Fallen Order yet? Yeah, I'm playing it. Um, I am at um, the... Don't give away too Third much. planet. Okay. I'm on the... I've been to three planets, but I think I went to one early. I think I'm on the second, like... like did you, did you go Did thing. you go back to, a, like, a planet? No. Okay, because I'm at the, I'm at the um, go back to a planet. Now, here here's here's a little to. note, all right? Um, I want to do a shout-out to YouTube walkthroughs, because... Oh, my gosh. Um, there's been a couple times <laughs> with that <laughs> game where... I'm like at a puzzle, and I'm like, yeah, in the temple. Yeah, and and Temples? I'm like, Stuck and I'm like, car. this ball is supposed to go into the slot, and then oh screaming, gosh. push this button, and, for and a I'm clue. screaming. Oh, there's good you another sphere and right I, here and somewhere. And I'm screaming. Oh, thanks. And I'm like, what the hell? And then I do a loop around, kill everybody again, <laughs> do another loop yeah. around, kill everybody again, <laughs> do another <laughs> loop around, die, scream. So. Oh, die, and then wait around for i don't know half an hour for the load screen yeah so um big oh shout out to walkthroughs um they have saved me i mean i still do that because i'm like i'm not dumb i can beat this and big shout out to story mode difficulty which i very quickly turned it down to i realized this jedi fallen order is very much uh a dark souls Bloodborne type of game. It doesn't have the intensity or difficulty of those types of games. A lot of gameplay mechanics come from 
a Dark Souls type, Bloodborne type. And Dark Souls is my my favorite video game. I adore that game. I hate that game, but I adore that game. It's the most well-made game I've ever experienced. It's fantastic, and it's very hard. There are no difficulties. It's just hard. So coming into this, I was like, well, you know, I beat Dark Souls. I can this will be fine. But I very quickly realized, like, when it comes to Star Wars, I am not interested in a challenge. I'm interested in in the results. I had no patience, <laughs> no patience for any challenges. I was like, nope, do not care. I do not want to overcome anything. I don't care. I don't care. So because I started on like Jedi Master, which is like the third out of four. Oh really? I'm like, at. I've played this type of game before. And I was like, okay, sure. And then I died twice. I was like, nope, don't care. Turned it down one. Went to the second planet. Nope, turned it all the way down to story mode. And I have not regretted that decision. And the temple is driving me insane. Who's making these things? Who's making these things? Um, Out of control. Quick, quick little shout. So we're not going to do any spoilers for Fallen Order. Um, no. Unlike YouTube, which watch out your for your recommended videos. Just, um, I've actually been pretty impressed at, at the lack of spoilers on YouTube. As I actively look for spoilers to get me through these levels. Oh um, but is his is Cal's Jedi Master Zeb's? It's it's yeah yeah. Lassan. Okay, all right, yeah. That's yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Cool. Um. It's basically a Lasat in Anakin Skywalker's Clone Wars season one and two and first half of three armor. So yeah, that was a nice touch. That's pretty cool because I have. Uh, yeah, I mean I've been enjoying the game well enough, but I've got I've got a few nitpicks here and there because I'm just apparently that's just the attitude. I oh, have I mean I've definitely Wars. put the game down multiple times and been like, yeah, I'm done. And then yeah. I like I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what am I gonna do? And I'm like, oh, cool, I'll play. And then. I get to a stopping point. I watch a walkthrough, and I'm like, "Wow, I'm so dumb. That's so easy." And then I go, and then I go back. Um, yep. I have did you, two. Did you have anything else on Fallen Order before we go back to Resistance? No, because we're probably gonna do like a Fallen Order episode. Yeah. Yeah. I did just want to throw one more thing, I guess, in there. Is I, in terms of Resistance and Fallen Order and The Mandalorian, which also debuted this week, I'm wondering. I, I mean, kind of think the answer might be no but i don't know did do the powers that be at resistance did they know or were they able to foresee far enough out that this is the episode that would be dropping this week at the same time as these other two really big star wars properties was it known or planned at all um that this episode be the one that come out alongside of probably not yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm inclined to think that there's too many ones on ones on cable, ones a video game, ones. So I, I don't, you know, you probably got to go pretty high up the ladder to be a power that knows all of those things. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't help but wonder when they were talking about a temple in this episode and stuff. Temples, a lot of times, particularly in Rebels, tend to be pretty mythology heavy, important to the overall story of the whatever series they are events and because this is you know the second biggest week in star wars in the year other than when episode nine comes out i mean this is a pretty uh, a huge week for star wars um i couldn't help but wonder if oh they're going to a temple some big stuff is going to happen in this episode because nope they're putting their best foot nope. forward for the big week <laughs> not know? happening um, 
Um, yeah. So the one, the two things we haven't talked about. One. Um, well, you should wrap up the summary. I don't think we finished what happens in the episode. Well, um, before they fight before the raiders. We, yeah, they fight the raiders. Um, the Laura Croft's grandma um, uses they get out. They get uses the holocron. the holocron, which is actually like a weapon. No, it's an energy source, is what she says. Yeah, apparently it's a EMP. Um, yeah, I mean it's Disney, so let's let's they assume it's an out what EMP. The heck holocrons are. Um. They're all over. Well, it the seems like it's stored like force lightning, like force lightning. I guess they're not going to explain it. Yeah. Um, and then we also find out that the Sith Temple was uh, the Jedi Temple was built on it as a purification mechanism, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That like the Jedi once they became the majority, you know, fa- would find these and then they would try to change them. Well, is it cool? Or is it stifling of ulterior ideologies? We shall see. Uh, and then, I just yeah, said it was cool. Mika Gray, which is Laura Cross Grandma's oh, That's name. her name? Mika Gray, Mika Gray, um, explains that she raised the Sith Temple to get to the Yeah, Holocron, and then she... Uh, and then she wanted to get it before the first Yeah, at, you know, being a true colonialist, she's like, look at these, look at these... <laughs> this belongs in the museum! Look at these, in, in, like, these native uh, people. Get out! I want my stupid... <laughs> this does not belong to you! Where's El Dorado? Is that your house? You think I'm it's yours? I'm looking for El Dorado! Oh, <laughs> you've lived here for generations? I don't care! You think this is your fertility idol? Get out of here. I'm a colonist. <laughs> wow. We've really I do. talked about some <laughs> big, um, big, big, um, big. Uh, this is a great yeah, episode. Big... We're knocking it out of the park. A lot of times we're like. I'm, I'm very tired. It's been a weekend for me. A lot. And I was worried that I would not be able to pull it out. We're knocking it out of the park on this FP. This is oh, all time. <laughs> we're killing it. Um, it, I like, uh, now that we are talking about it and discussing it, I do like this, and it does also sort of dovetail on a fallen order a bit, the archaeological aspect of Star Wars, Star Wars archaeology. There is a Star Wars archaeologist, Dr. Afra from the comics, um, that's also very cool, but I, I, there's also I, a, there's a cool book coming out too, has, um, called Force Collector. Yeah, that myths or Oh, right, 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 um, right. which is about yeah. like a force sensitive kid that's mm. like around the same time. It's like leading up to episode seven. And when he touches objects, he like can like um, sense like past events. Kind of. That's uh, the same as um, <laughs> Yeah, uh. but he basically the book's supposed to be like he goes through all the events that lead up to episode nine. Um which uh, makes zero yeah, okay. sense that this book's coming out before episode nine. Um, that they're just like this random Jedi, this random Force user, but whatever. Well, maybe it'll tie in to the movies on there or something in some small way. But I, I like the idea that there is like a weird kind of archaeological um, wing to the to the First Order. Uh, there's a lot of I don't know. I'm not a World War II historian, but obviously in World War II fiction and science fiction there's a a good wealth of fiction about about nazi occultism and the reich looking into occult and arcane Uh things and and um it's 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 an interesting fold into the into the mythology and i do actually like that 
uh, the more that I think about it. That's a, that is something unique and interesting that this episode brought to the mythos, and it does kind of tie into the video game that came out this same week, so there is a little bit of connective tissue there. Uh, Beyond Temples, which I hate, and they are stuck in my crawl, and they are the crawl out of the week, but Star Wars Archaeology, is, that's, that's an interesting idea. I can appreciate that. All right, well... Don't know why the Holocron's a, an EMP, but... Yeah, I think whatever. it killed them. Here's yeah, the thing yeah, I don't... Yeah. Here's my bigger, here's my no, bigger question it. is... She's mm-hmm. like, oh, my ship's blown up. Like, what did those people come on? The... What, what those no, people? No, the, rel- the Raiders. The they obviously came in a ship. Yeah, they come in three ships because that's what shows up on the on the radar they see that they see ships are coming i think tora and 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 freya see they're like hey is somebody sending ships or something somebody sees that their ship's coming and it's you know three triangles on a dragon ball locator or whatever um i mean i guess we just assume they come on tie fighters or it's probably one of those probably one of those first order landing right but like why wouldn't if you're resistance you know like Granted, you know, Kaz does not have a strategic bone in his body, but just like, <laughs> it's like, take, take what they had. You killed them or strand them, you know, who cares either way, but like take their stuff. So, I mean, we, we either, that's a, that's a, a plot hole or, you know, they're still not, you know. It's not they don't have the instincts of resistance fighters yet, which is something I think is pretty easy to believe. Yeah, because they're not they're not at war actively. They're not active warriors at this point. They're on the run. They are their their main directive now is fleeing the first order. They're not taking the fight to the first order. So I don't think they're thinking like combatants. I think they're thinking like refugees. Yeah. Yeah. More. Agreed. Um, yeah, so I don't because they they're not they're not wanting for ships. It's just I mean, it's just like you never fleet. see Saw Guerrera go basis. shopping, you know. No, no, you don't. We made sure um, we saw the the original cut of Rogue One. Obviously, Rogue One is famous for having a lot of scenes in the trailer that didn't make the final cut of the movie, or never intended for the final cut of the movie. And there was some behind the scenes. Um, stuff going on, a little bit of a shake-up late in post-production. They did bring Pete and I in. We did uh, watch an original screening, of again, of the, of the director's cut before um, Lucasfilm and Large got their hands on it. And, and there was um, Shaw Guerrera shopping in that. And Pete and I are experts in Clone Wars, where Shaw Guerrera originated in the Onderon arc at the beginning of Season 5. And we said, no, Saw, Saw Guerrera does not shop. I don't know if you've watched the Clone Wars. Uh, Saw Guerrera does not shop. It takes it out here immediately. And Burn, burn the footage. Burn, take, take it out. Chagorera does not, does not shop. He does not shop till he drops. We stand by that. Forrest Whitaker, on the other hand, notorious. Oh, he loves shopping. Forrest be shopping. Yeah. yeah, he's a he's a joy. He's a joy to go shopping with. I mean, he's pretty quick. He's very decisive. He, very he, decisive. You know, he he goes in knowing what he wants. I mean, he's looked at and, the website before, so he knows. Yeah, and if it's not there, he's not messing around. He's like, oh well, maybe they no. He's he's. He's a man on a mission. He's got a lot of little missions. He's got a list. Checks it off. Very efficient. Yeah, very efficient. If you're not a walker, you can't get a lot of steps in, don't go with him. He moves. He ain't waiting for you. Forrest, he goes shopping. Saw Guerrera, he does not. 
Uh, we're recording another episode tonight. So we, we, what we got? Last uh-huh. thing I had is Last Jedi over yet? Or are we still in Force Awakens territory here? Or are we in Last Jedi? Who still has been announced. Whatever. What's Tam doing? I don't know. I think they're keeping Tam away because I think the next time we see Tam, I expect to see some major changes in that character um, or development in that character. Probably not. More At- ingratiated into the First Order, and I think they're putting her away. So that you can be like, well, I haven't seen her in a while, so stuff's happened off screen, so that's why. So next episode is Rendezvous Point. Doza attempts to meet a resistance pilot from his past. Meanwhile, the pilot has been captured by the First Order. That sounds interesting. I like Doza uh, a lot more. He, he was, I appreciate, his, his character's one of the ones who's had a... Oh, never mind. Part. Tam's going to be in it. Because they put... Chase Rucklin in this uh, credits. Oh yeah. So, okay. S- f- stupid Chase Rucklin. Ugh. <laughs> well, maybe he'll be clowned irreparably. All right. Well. Do you got any final uh, thoughts no, on this one? No, we're out.